This is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your host, Michael Myers. This is the On Call Podcast. This is episode number 18. And if you can hear me, it means they didn't get me. We ended the last episode on some conspiracy talk. And uh, I got to talking with uh, my ombre on the yep. other end of the Zoom call. We're going to keep we're gonna keep it going. We, uh, we're, we're discussing a little bit of conspiracy theories. Obviously, we, we took a huge deviation <laughs> from the previous... 16 episodes and start talking because the psychology behind conspiracy theories and I have listened to quite a few that has like they struck a chord and it's like you know what damn it there's there's just so much going on in the world that some of it has to be set up and created um we but talked yeah. about let me hop in here all right first off if you like conspiracy theories, definitely check out Stuff They Don't Want You to Know, a podcast that we do. Um, and it's got Ben Bull and Noel Brown and Matt Frederick, and they're really great guys, and I really like their show. <clears throat> and, oh, right. Mm, that's all I got. You, now you pick it up. If you want to live in 2012, you can watch True TV and watch Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory show. Oh, no, I know show, what I was going to say. It's, it's just, is, just because something you're like, you said there's got to be something going on, but just because there could be and it makes sense to you doesn't mean that there is. That's true. It could be all completely... Uh, stats and figures can say whatever the fuck you all right, let me run some. Let me run some by you to see if you how, how crazy you are. All right. Moon landing. Okay. Real. Earth is, you believe Earth's round. Vaccines cause autism? Mm -hmm. Negative. That's okay. a um, Well, I disagree. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what's another major conspiracy <laughs> theory that's so stupid? Oh, QAnon. You know? Know that one? Uh, what, what about them? Do I, I, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a huge thing into uh, believer in the QAnon. I do think that there is a anonymous oh, well that group. Is for real though. We know that yeah, that, that one's definitely not. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't even know enough about QAnon to believe that it's real or not. I think that that is a media manufactured. No, nah, they they uh, wear thing. it at the Trump rallies, <laughs> the shirts. But no, yeah, I I would love to know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's some 4chan stupid stuff. All right, so you're a totally normal person. We who's causing globe actually global warming is not really a conspiracy. Um all right. Okay. Cool. Well, it depends. All right. On so you you're ask. a rational guy, then. That's what we've established. For the most part. For the most part, like, um, the Satanism behind the Denver International okay, Airport. Okay. Explain to me the Den that one. I am curious to know. 
All right, so Denver International Airport was intended to be built as the international airport to replace the one that was currently in place, which is already fairly new. I think it was 20 miles out of Denver. And it was meant to just be a regular international airport but that already didn't need to be built. And the time to build increased exponentially. It took, like I think, 12 years to build. It went from being a $2 billion airport to like a $15 it's million It's got a demonic horse out front. There's a bunch of... Which and is the, fucking awesome. The Freemasons. It's, it's oh, there's another conspiracy. The Freemasons. Oh, yeah, I don't know anything about that one. But the airport also has tens upon tens of miles of underground tunnels for no reason, supposedly. It has hundreds of feet buried under, under underground. And the thought is, the conspiracy is that it's meant to be the underground bunker for the rich and powerful Ooh. if there's a nuclear fallout. So I do think there's well, who's something organizing going on. that. I could definitely see the underground bunker being a thing for rich and powerful people, but who would be organizing it? Probably the fuckers at the building. You think group. there's like some society or wouldn't you just build your own? I mean, or like, are you trying to repopulate the earth or something? Well, there's already the, the, um, group that holds all the seeds to replant every plant yeah, in that's existence, uh, right. build into a mountain. They probably mm -hmm. hold the key okay. to that. I do think that there is an intent to let the world die out because I do think we are overpopulated. Wait, we're so not overpopulated. It's a conspiracy theory, no, the world not yet. in general, I think <laughs> no, is. We were totally fine. Oh, man, and isn't the population decreasing? Comparatively to the exponential growth of the boomers, yes. More people are waiting. So I think that we're going to have a population boon because people are waiting. Till people can't afford older, to have so. kids anymore. So I think um, idiocracy no is shit, coming man. true. You seen that movie? Yeah. Probably, yeah all the dumb grave. people just like have like 10 kids and then all the smart people are like, oh, it's not a good time for us. <laughs> I think that's probably a reason... For, never, you know, I don't oh, want no, to talk no. politics. I already got yelled at by an uncle. And once. it's just uh, it's boring. But I do think there's oh, a God, reason. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let's avoid the, let's avoid Soros, Soros then. George yeah. Soros. Actually, can I talk about my first conspiracy theory that I believed, and actually probably the only one, and the main one. Let's. Mm, let me see, let me see what it, the first one that you believed in. You're smart. You're ADHD. Um, um no, because I don't I can't think of it. Uh, it, it was Bush 9-11. And the reason we being was I, you know, I was in college, I was impressionable, and then I watched this documentary called Zeitgeist, I believe. And they it's, it goes all over the place, but they essentially first they explain that rel all religions are the same because they all just come from like worshiping the sun. But they also talk about pattern recognition, like uh, with astrology, and that's why we believe in it. Um, and then, but they they then they explain why Bush did nine eleven with all the or like why it was bullshit with all the different planes and stuff like that. And it convinced me. And then I remember I told my dad about it. I was excited, and he was like, "Oh, you really believe that? Uh, you're dumb." And I was like, "Oh, really? I thought it, I thought this was really smart." But ever since then, now I believe in like basically 
No conspiracy theories. I've watched so many videos on 9-11 being an inside job, and there's still a lot of undebunked stuff, uh, you know, things that haven't been debunked by science. You know, I don't know exactly about chemistry, so I, they say jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Why no, do these they fucking say towers it can, fall directly? It can, though. Okay, and then uh, how about Larry Sterling, the guy who bought and insured the towers? Coincidence. You know him? Okay, certainly. <laughs> but you know how hard certainly. it would be to keep something like he that both. a secret? The only way Money we could thoughts. do it is if we funded it. But those people were pissed off. Look, just look at the reasons. Like there has to, they had motive for doing it, right? You know, like they were fuck. They hated America. They probably still do. We yeah, we did them. actually fund them. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, talking about the conspiracy that's theories right. that were once theories and then turned out to be true. That's a good uh, starting point. Yeah, like yeah, Osama was a fucking CIA operative. Wait, in wait, I don't know about that, but we did, we did train. Didn't we train them to overthrow their government or something and supply them with weapons? I forget. I wish I could remember right now. I saw the these. He was a part of the. Uh, he had a profile photo with his fucking government jacket on. Osama's name in the United States government. Like, there's photos of him. Tim Hussman. It was something like that. Clean cut. He looked like a regular Pakistani dude, but uh, you know, there was that. And then, why is there no video of it? The most, the most protected building on the planet. Why is there not video? Wait, of the of if the plane really hitting the, the conspiracy twin towers. Down, yeah, there's those six individual frames of bum bum. No, there's bum, a well. Crash. I mean, who? What are I people just randomly filming the? It, this was no, like 2000. The, the Pentagon. What the year Pentagon was it? Crash. 2001, you don't, September 11th, well, 2001. Well, I knew the month and the day, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was a junior or a sophomore in high school at that time, um, and I, I did not understand the significance yeah. of it at all. I do now, but yeah, yeah me neither. there, I was, there was, yeah, was some was video that people got, but like the, the, the point is, is that people weren't, the cameras were not as ubiquitous, so there wouldn't just be like a bunch of cameras pointing at the Twin Towers at all time. No, no, I get that. But the plane that supposedly crashed into Oh, the right, Pentagon, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no video of That's that. That's one of the things they talked about in that documentary, right? And then right? why did Right, and then why did uh was it Tower 13, the like 13-foot super super small ass it looked like an apartment building that crashed it went down two blocks away from the World Trade Center? Like why did this, that that fucker get hit? Like there's no reason let's, for that. Let's uh, let's swap conspiracy theories. And then Mm -hmm. um, okay, here's a popular one. Let me drink down my shock top here. Like med medical companies have come up with a cure for cancer, but don't release it because it's more profitable to treat cancer. I mean, that's not even just cancer. It's there's just, I feel like as a societal thing, all companies that work in pharma do not want to prevent disease. They want to treat disease because there's no money in cures. Well, I mean, there's no money in cures. You know, just like in therapy. You, 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 so you, you do a two-month treatment and you're cured. You're fixed. You can, you can milk chemo for six months, a couple of years. Oh, it's come back. So then like five years later, you get yourself a nice yeah, return customer. There's competition in that market. There's no competition if you develop a, a treatment for something 
uh, you're going to make billions immediately, and then eventually it will get generic, but that's after a certain amount of time. I mean, I, I feel like every company would be racing to come up with a cure for pretty much anything. It's just all the research and development that it costs, so, and you know, there's no guarantee you're going to get it, so it's a massive risk. Right. So, so and there's a million different types of cancer. You can't just cure one. You know what I'm saying? It's like you could you could cure one, but you can't cure them all. Say there's a cure all for cancer, and they have it down. They got unlocked. Cancer is cured. Yeah, but there's also there's diabetes. Look at if you want to see a real fucked up thing is look up the price of insulin. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, there's been no real there's no real change in chemistry of insulin since the creation of it. And yet the price has just exponentially increased. It's fucking bullshit. And all that does is just make people sicker by not taking it because they can't afford it. Do I eat? Yeah, that's pretty or crazy. Or do I get my insulin today? So there's no, we're one of the only countries in the planet that focus on tertiary healthcare, which is fourth rate, which is treatment. You know, there's prevention, there's treatment. Um, what's the other one? Well, no, it's third. Tertiary is third, not fourth. So it's prevention, there's treatment, tertiary, which is just purely treating symptoms, not trying to fix mm -hmm. the issue at hand. That's where all the money's at. You don't want to cure disease, you want to treat it because you you have a heart attack. All right, well, now you're going to have to get these procedures and you're going to have to have drugs forever afterwards. Well, these, these drugs will then create issues with your kidneys. So you know what, we also have this drug here so you can take this to make sure that your kidneys can help flush out. It's There's just no money in cures and treatment. Right, yeah, no, I mean, I can see that the companies that already exist not wanting to shift as opposed to, like, we need to keep these people oh. sick. It's so much money, you know, like, but, like, shifting their, you know, we'd have to have the radical shift and people would have to stop eating McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? So, um, right, 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 we yeah. can't do that. <laughs> stop drinking beer. <laughs> But yeah, so what's a what's another conspiracy then? Oh, uh, what's another one I believe in besides the Bilderberg Group? Oh, speaking, I got one to relate. Oh shit, my mic. Sorry. Oh, yeah, this thing doesn't fit. Oh. I like that mic. Yeah. The big old black rod um, in your hand. Oh yeah, so the uh, Ted Kaczynski when he was at Harvard, he he went into these uh, psychological experiments with this guy named Henry something I can't remember. But apparently he was involved with MK Ultra, I believe. That's like those psychological experiments they did in the military. So what they did was is they interviewed him. Yeah, yeah. They they interviewed him and soldiers, they man. told him that it was gonna be so that he would be debated and they were gonna see how well he could support his beliefs, I believe. And so what they ended up doing though was have like a, a senior at, at the college while he was a freshman and come and just like berate the crap out of him and just talk smack to him and pull out his, all his insecurities. And he went through this for like 200 mm -hmm. hours and he kept going back. And I was like, why would he keep going back? Cause he wanted to prove they couldn't break him or something. And a lot of people believe that that had a big effect on his psyche and you know why he, but he was, he was already sort of like that. So I don't know how much it had an effect of, you know, I don't know. I think a lot of it for him was the paranoid schizophrenia. I mean, I, like MK Ultra already was proven yeah. to be real. I don't know the depth of which they've done it, but I do think that MK Ultra, as as a whole, as psychological experiments, was pretty on point. Just like the what's his name, Jason Bourne, the Bourne supremacy and everything like that. 
I do think that you can mentally break someone and control. Oh, this is what it is. Genuine. It was American research into chemical interrogation and mind control techniques. Yeah, I feel like you can break someone, create a super soldier, and then, well, not so much that. You can train someone, to, you can break someone enough to be able to control them at any given time. I don't know about that cold oh, yeah. thing. I do think that you Man, can we, make someone. We can someone, break someone mentally, but we uh, can't, like, we're not very good at um, putting them back together in a certain way. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a flawed system. Like that's based on the the book Many yeah, Stereotypes, right. which I do think that I do know that psyops was a thing for sure. a long time. I don't think it works. At this point, I'm pretty sure that if psyops and everything was real, you would have found someone who left the military and was like, "I'm going to make a career and being the best magician on the fucking planet." And I'm going to make this disappear. Um, you want to hop into for a second why people believe in conspiracy theories? And this is based on one Psychology Today article. But they, they've actually been a good resource source for me in some of my other research, especially with the Polgar Sisters episode. So one Wait, thing I've noticed is when people usually believe in one conspiracy theory, they believe in several. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my friend is totally like... Yeah, the moon landing was fake. And he's also like, yeah, Bush did 9-11. Yeah. Um, so this is what they say. And this is pretty obvious, but the desire for understanding and certainty. So these are the type of people that would be like, well, we don't know um, about who, like this, if there was a second shooter with JFK, so they immediately are like, oh, it must have been the CIA. It makes most sense. I think that would figure into the MK Ultra thing then, if you're going to believe that, because that magic bullet... If you've watched any of the documentaries and the bullet patterns and everything, like how did he shoot off so many rounds so expertly? How did that one round go through JFK, ricochet, and then hit the agent? That's pretty yeah. fucking gnarly. So, um, seeking, seek, yeah, pattern, uh, oh, reducing trails. uncertainty is one of the major drives for human beings. Uh, pattern recognition. And I think that's one of the reasons why people so likely believe in astrology. Yeah. So they would look up at the sky and they would see patterns in the stars. And then, you know, so they're trying to make meaning of out of things. So let's see. How do you feel about chemtrails? Do you know about, that conspiracy theory? Chem that trails? was the first one, I believe. The chemtrails versus contrails. Hang on, look at chemtrails. I've heard of this before for sure. Right. So chemtrails are based on jets flying overhead. And back in the day, when you see pictures of a jet and everything flying, you just see the little cloud disappearing shortly behind yeah, the, okay. the jet. Well, now you'll see miles and miles of one long string released from this jet. I don't know. Why? Why did that change? Do you, are they releasing the aluminum and the other chemicals to control yeah. and give us all the cancer so they can treat it poison us that's what you see well, money, one thing i don't understand is like treatment. how do you how do you think that these things are kept secret for so long you know like if bush did friggin did 9-11 wouldn't we somebody be like you know say it i mean i can't hold a secret very well how did jeffrey epstein kill himself on suicide watch with two guards and a camera all right that's 
That's legit. And no one's got nothing. It's like, well, it can't happen because how would it keep? Well, here's like, you know, I believe maybe that probably I'm one of those people that I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it is the simplest explanation is usually the correct one. So it would be that they the guards came in and were like, "Hey, if you want to kill yourself, we're not going to be watching it this time," and then um, didn't watch because they got paid to do it. Um, Either that or well, yeah, that's that's not even the simplest explanation. The simplest explanation is what they fell asleep or something. Yeah, okay, and how? Do, what about the camera? How did that one just... Oh, that one was malfunctioning. No, that one's really suspicious. it's the most secure lie. prison. Because he's connected to the power and the money, right? So you got to follow the money. So this says the desire for control and security. People need to feel they're in control of their lives. So they feel safer when they're, or they're, when they're driving than the passenger. Um, oh, yeah, what, the, one thing was... Uh, the. Correlation versus causation. So I had a coworker at one point, not now, but believed that, you know, vaccines cause autism. And he wouldn't really, he would try to act like he didn't, but I knew he did. And he's like, well, I saw it happen, man. And what happened was, what happened was, what's that? Vaccine injured. That's the vaccine injured. That's the, (laughs) that's the term for people who. So the reason why people believe vaccines cause autism uh, is not because they're crazy necessarily, but because autism sometimes doesn't manifest itself to a little bit later on. Like you can, it's not noticeable at birth. So what will happen is, is that they would get a vaccine. What's fact. that? It's a, yeah, it's a fact because the markers for autism aren't really initially found until between two and three years old because it's based on patterns of growth. Uh, one of the main markers is ability to make shapes and coordinate colors and a way that a standard child wouldn't because it's immediately a So what happened was they would get the vaccine and then right after they would start to manifest those symptoms. And then so the person's like, oh my God, he was healthy right before he got the vaccine. So their brain draws the conclusion. And then, but you know, they have to keep in mind that correlation, it's not causation, but it doesn't matter because their brain drew that conclusion and you can't convince them otherwise because they've seen it with their, with their own eyes. So, I'm same probably similar uh, argument for religion. You know, people see something that doesn't make sense to them and they're like, it must be God. And then you're like, well, it doesn't mean it's caused by God, you know, but whatever. Yeah. The biggest thing with religion is people pick and choose what parts of the Bible they want to believe in. Well, yeah. But I'm just curious That's why the, they the believe in it like specifically though. Yeah. Like why? Cause you know, there's no evidence or anything, but I think it's because they're, it's ingrained into their brain at birth. There's, a lot of that. And then the other one is, so like, I'm not a hugely religious person, but when I was in the military, through boot camp and everything, they completely strip you of everything. You have no identity. You are just a name and a line. You're, you, you're just, you're just mire. You're mire. Yeah, because they don't want you questioning authority when they tell you to do something in the middle of a battle. They don't want you questioning it when there may be like a higher motive for it, you know, which makes sense. Right, so you essentially lose your identity in boot camp and your A school and all your training. So you have to kind of dig deep and find something bigger than you to help you through it. Because when you're broke down, you got nothing left. You can't talk to your family. You can't. You can only write letters on Sunday for two hours. So you got to pick one or two people you can. So write doesn't it form like a better to. unit or something? It does create a great unit. It was. 
I, looking back, I'm truly appreciative of boot camp and the training because it helps you realize how good a team can be because, like, you got nothing left but each other. Well, one thing that they give you in your ditty bag when you first sign up is some skivvies, socks, skivvies, like pants, uh, shirts, like, and a fucking like shorts, underwear. Okay, underwear. Yeah, it's underwear, and a fucking to-go Bible. That's it's this. It's like this. What they give you a Bible? Notepad. So, yep. oh, I understand a the logic behind that too. Colored. So it's like one of those things like you got to yeah. have something bigger than you to. That's ease a good point. Your mind. Yeah, people, the fear of death, like fear of uncertainty, of the fear sp- that life has no meaning. So you're not right. going to want to, uh, like, die in so a foxhole can- or jump on a grenade or put yourself in danger if you believe that life is the only thing that there is, your life, your current life. Yeah. You're part of a plan. God's plan. So I, I get a lot of it, but a lot of the Karens in the fucking planet... They pick and choose, but they've never had any true t- trials and tribulations, and they've never had uh, the bad parts in their life. They just pick and choose well, which isn't parts that man's sinful nature, about, right? Oh, you can do this. <laughs> it's, that's right. We were born right. from sin, according to the Bible. But they don't want to talk about that, or they don't want to talk about, like, oh, God hates gays. No, God actually loves everybody. Old Testament God was kind of an asshole, hated everybody. New Testament God is all we about forgiveness new, for everybody. We need a new Testament God. You know what I'm saying? He needs to be updated. Yeah, we need a TikTok God <laughs> who's just ready to be the 21st century and ready to roll. And it's like, we're, we'll be we're a all black one. transgender female. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> such a sis. Um, shit, I fucking derailed us with the Bible talk. We have to go back oh, now and think about uh, what yes. it was that we were talking about. Oh, how about some new conspiracy theories? Well, see, the, the biggest conspiracy theory now is probably rely on. Like the COVID conspiracies. Ooh, I got a funny one. You know what? Uh, you, you know what? On NPR yesterday, what Trump called the coronavirus, uh, the Kung flu. Ooh. I know it's incredibly offensive, but that one's actually. It's just, funny. It's, it's just it, it made me laugh. Incredibly racist. Oh yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a funny pun, but um, yeah. And then uh, yeah, he's so dumb. What's the? Oh, five G causes. Coronavirus, right? Isn't that, that one? That is a new conspiracy. That's true. That, yeah, that was, yeah. I don't know what. Doesn't it make you depressed to be like human when when you hear this I stuff? I lose so much respect. But you just have to chalk it up to mental illness and you won't feel as bad. We truly do have a lack of understanding. I feel like we, we have defunded STEM programs so much to a point that we are living in an idiocracy. There is... You grow up, but also it gets overreported. It gets overreported, so we believe it's more common than it really is. We truly do kick clickbait, so there's no substance to an article. But man, if you can make a fucking good title, you're gonna make money. Or they find the one crazy person who believes that, and they report on it. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, what are the people are believing this these days?" You know, and they generalize it. Oh, that was another one thing of reals. Oh yeah, yeah. So people believe it's it happens more frequently than it really does. That's what it is. So when you see that. It gets overreported in the media, so they think it's more common than it really that's is, right. and that's like Correlation some sort of cognitive bias thing. Vaccine injured. That's where we were before at the 25-minute mark. Oh, right. Okay, Gabe. Okay. So as someone who was going through nursing school during the release of the new DSM, which is the the manual for- Was it five? Yeah, because there was on four switching to five while I was in nursing school. 
And everything about the vaccine injuries has been completely misreported from one already debunked. Yeah, one source. One source, one dude who... One source. ...who used his study group was 13 kids one time. And he used that for the whole paper, which gained steam. Well, the biggest thing besides that is because in the DSM-5, they have removed Asperger's syndrome. Yeah, it's all under autism now, right? Right. So when you want to talk about a spike, remove the broadest range and all include all of it into the most severe part of it of autism. So it's like, all right, everyone has these, like these Asperger kids have three of the five symptoms. All right, so they no longer have Asperger's. They now have autism. So you went from one through five to one through four one through four, so and half of it is now autistic. It's like, well, shit. Naturally, Ooh, I gotta remember to talk about autism on my episode because that's a really interesting one, especially when they're savants. So they can talk about the spikes in autism all they want, but their biggest reason is they have now increased the spectrum for autism to such a degree. You, you, there are so many kids now that technically fit into the form of autism spectrum disorder. Oh, I think AD, I think ADD you, is just a variation you can, yeah, of you autism. Probably test into, like if you're a psychiatrist is looking at you and talk to you, he could probably like, well, you know what? He, he made his blocks in a certain design and they're all color coordinated and they're all in order. So he already ticked that. Well, I mean, the DSM is just so they can, for like insurance purposes, right? I mean, everything is sort of like a sliding grayscale, yeah, that's right? How it's like ICD-10 codes, which is literally just a coding basis to charge insurance. DSM works the same way, but it's for psychological disorders. So, yeah. So we need a way to classify and talk about it because I definitely feel like I have a little bit of autism. I hate loud stuff, crowds. I mean, I feel like other people probably do too. Maybe it's not like generally, but that, that's something where I feel like I totally understand. Yeah, so you, you get know. three. Uh, but I can read nonverbals and sh stuff like that. Okay, so no you'd problem. be high functioning. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, they call that twice exceptional, right? Where, like, you're gifted in one area, but then you also have deficit, you're classified yeah, under something like part. ADD or autism yeah, or so something. so you'd be high functioning ASD, which is just autism spectrum disorder. You hit, you hit three markers. We have to classify you as that, which puts you at a a chance to receive funding and psych psychological help. Ooh, yeah. So it's, it's just trying to get some it. funds, which, which is a great thing in that if a parent doesn't know how to teach on a certain method, you know what? They should have some assistance with a psychologist to understand how their kid thinks. Sure. Yeah. No, I have a friend who is on the spectrum though. I don't know if he knows it or not, but yeah, very, very monotone. Um, well, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to armchair diagnose, but seems like it. Very, very monotone, uh, doesn't understand sarcasm, Do you, have a Facebook page? you know, late development and things like with motor skills, stuff like that. But he's not a, you know, he lives on his own. He, it takes him a little bit later to do stuff, but, you know, he's got a good job as a developer. He's not any type of savant or anything, but, you know, I, he's a really good friend and he's a great guy. How do you feel? He doesn't have a, like a mean bone in his body, you know? Yeah, you know, that's probably one of the best thing about autism spectrum disorder. Like, Vengeance is not 
on their thing. Like they, as a general rule, and, and the ones that I've met, they do not have an understanding of empathy, but they are very kind. They don't understand empathy because they can't read the social cue, but because they don't have the maliciousness. Yeah, yeah they're just super nice, nice guy. in general. So they don't, they can't. Re- but he hates Trump, man. Oh my man, God, he hates Trump. Biden's up 12 points <laughs> in the most recent poll, so. <laughs> um, you know, we're a completely independent. I know this is a shit ass pivot. I was, <laughs> we've mocked the Joe Rogan podcast and everything a little bit just because of the, the method in which he does stuff talking monkey he's been shit on a lot on social media but i need to listen to it before i can shit on it i've only heard it for like 20 minutes listening to him talk to bill burr because i'm a big fan of bill burr and yeah me too i love he's hilarious dude oh man his bit about when he adopts the pit bull i love that i'm gonna walk in where he's like i went from hating this dog to being like oh my god (laughs) you're gonna die one day i (laughs) myself laughing at him with airpods in listening to myself listen to him i love his but I love his when he uh, does an impersonation of a, of his uh, girlfriend. Oh my goodness! And she's yeah. hilarious. Have you ever seen her? Oh really? Uh, I'm assuming they, they got married too. His wife Nina, and they have two kids now. Oh great! She's a black chick. Black chick. Like she's. Oh yeah, really? I didn't realize that. She's a super sassy. She controls oh, him. He does do a bit about uh, the the, the yeah. cocoa butter, right? Where he's ashy. like, what do you mean he's ashy? Like, <laughs> okay, ashy, but. <laughs> She's cool as fuck. She's on his Monday morning podcast. But anyway, I digress. Oh, cool. We are completely independent. We're growing with nothing other than a couple bucks I put on Facebook, which I got some Facebook hate because I spent $15 promoting my worst first date episode. And this son of a bitch told me to put take him off my mailing list. And he's like, this guy obviously doesn't understand. Wait, wait. How did he get it? Was it just an ad that popped yeah, up on his so Facebook? Yeah, so I the page. So like a promoted ad would come through just bro. When you're scrolling, not everything is something you picked. Yeah. yeah you got to not let people like that get to you so much because obviously, I mean, it's an ad, bro. Like, I had a couple on. of friends. It's not like you just were spamming random people. Oh, on Facebook. I had a couple of friends that just mocked the shit out of them. So I was like, a couple of you. Thank you so much. Uh. Jess, thank you so much. When you mock them for using so many emojis to be off the mailing list, I couldn't, I wanted to, wanted to hug you so hard. Ah, kill him with kindness. It was just hilarious. So uh, anyway, Bill Burr was talking because he had heard another musician talk about how he never made it big. And it, that musician's like, we could have sold out. We could have made some money. We could have had a huge following. And based on money from Bill Burr's comedy albums when he used to release his CDs, he said he made more money releasing his own content and getting 20,000 purchases of a CD comparatively to getting 200,000 to 2 million by being controlled because their whole goal is just like units sold and their people are controlling every aspect of it and then putting all the cost on you. Well, they're also taking like 90% yeah, of so it, you know, <laughs> the profits. You're talking about like the... Yeah, but they, they get you promoted, yeah, so right? Just yeah, listen so. to Bill Burr and Joe Rogan uh, a couple weeks ago. And oh, okay. You can really just search that part because that part actually got broke off and people were sharing it on Twitter. And he talked about how he got fucked by one of his CDs. 
he was supposed to get 60. The label's supposed to get 40%, but they put all the costs on him. So cost of printing, distributing, everything was on him. He ended up almost losing money and they... Oh, with promotion yep, too? Everything. Man, because then they could just do as much promotion as they want and just rake in that 40%. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, it was It was like, oh yeah, the 60-40 is up front, but you're incurring all the costs and risk. It was just, mm-hmm. If you're starting something new, don't give up and don't sell out because like you'll make more being smaller and owning your own IP. And I think that's something... Well, the question is whether or not you will get famous without the promotion. It's a, it's a tough one, man. Going through that shit right now. This is a super... It's a saturated market. And if you're not going to release a new show hour long plus every single day, it's going to be hard to be the front page of anything. Because every comedian, every celebrity now, because they can't do anything, is releasing their own show. And you're never going to be as famous as Dak Shepard, who has 20 million followers. Joe Rogan, who's got 20 million followers. Well, but there is cases, and and a lot of these are outliers, but... All right, we're back. We had some technical difficulties, but do you want to hear me make my dog bark? Yes. Check this out. Ender, where's the kitty? Ender, where, where's the kitty? <laughs> uh, shh. All right, there we go. All right, so now she you're hates back. Uh, kitties. What were we just talking about? Owning your own content, owning your yep. own IP. I get it. It's awesome. I intend to roll on out with it uh, as long as Lowell wants to be my uh, my tech genius because. As I realize now, like even the website, I, don't, I didn't know how to fucking upload the newest episode, even though I have the newest of all the software already uploaded for Blurberry and everything. Automatic RSS feed. Well, you can make a good show, but getting it out there is difficult. So what they have already achieved, if you work for like a network or something, is, is an audience. So they run the promos on their other shows. You're tapping into that. But there is, if you do make it on your own, like Dark Knight and Diaries, the guy did it on his own, um, which is impressive. And he built it up to like over a hundred grand a year in Patreon, yep. Patreon donations. But I guess the general rule of thumb is um, you have to make a product that's very, very good. Whereas a celebrity could get on and just talk and people already love him and, you know, it's going to be, people are going to like it. But, and then, but the, the ability that you have is time. So as like, uh, let's say NPR for This American Life or whatever, they have a limited amount of time to make an episode because they have to keep making content. I have to make content two episodes a week or whatever for certain shows so that we can hit our ad sales numbers. But if you are working on your own, you can spend 
50 hours on your first episode and make something that's really, really excellent, um, that's your advantage, at least. But, um, you know, it's difficult because then you have to get your name out there and people will share it if it's very, very good, but you still are going to need to invest some money in marketing. Yeah. Besides your time invested, you're also held to their standard. You're going to have your obligations. So even if you... If shit doesn't fall your way, it all falls falls back on you. If you don't get the certain downloads, hey, sorry, man, you ain't getting a paycheck because you didn't you didn't you didn't reach million. Sorry, so you're fucked. Thank you for your. <laughs> well, the good thing is you still probably hit like forty thousand downloads per episode or whatever. So I guess you still forty thousand people know who you are. I guess that's a benefit, but that's by itself, you know, you still have to negotiate. And if you don't own the IP, even if you wanted to, like, all right, man, I'm just gonna. I'm going to sell these, I'm going to sell my t-shirts. Ah, you know what? We own your IP, so we're going to take yeah. 70% and you have to incur the cost of the production of the shirts. So you're going to get And you could be like, well, I'm just going to start up a new podcast, which is totally fine. However, if your podcast becomes very, very successful and people love the brand, that's when you'd want to take it and it would be a disadvantage to not be able to. But you've put your name out there so much. If you start a new one, you should, ha- you should be able to build up a Twitter following. So, or, uh, you know, social media following. So there's an advantage in that as well. It's just so crazy. I don't know. I feel like we're going to stay small as small as it takes. If I would have started. Yeah. Unless we start putting a bunch of effort into our episodes. (laughs) If I would have started this when I did my internet show, it would have been before 80% of the podcasts out there. I probably would have something by now, but I was a full-time student, full-time worker fighting for rights as a dad. Wasn't going to happen. Dude, it's fun. It's fun. So. It is you, know, as, it is. you want to do, we could, re, we could do a new podcast, stay on topic, do a little bit of prep work for each episode and do, make it video and have our dogs in every, like a separate camera for our dogs. And I feel like we'd be, we'd be famous pretty quick. When sen- God bless, <laughs> bless you. Sorry. When CenturyLink fiber oh. comes to my house. Sorry, I my dog also hates sneezes. Because right now I have two megs per second. Uh, yeah, two megs a second. Well, you realize you don't have to live stream. You can record locally and then just publish it on YouTube. I can't even figure out how to fucking upload a YouTube video. I've tried. I have OBS yes, you ready. Can. Don't be ridiculous. Let's see. I have OBS ready and ready to roll. So like it can record our Zoom meeting, you and me talking. Oh shit, there it is right there. It didn't work last time. I was going to record our episode last time we were talking and it was a black screen, but there it is. Oh, on OBS? Yeah, OBS for the NDI. So it's recording our stream right now look at that wait what ndi you have a uh stream device well i have it set up to use the mac software oh okay so like it's it's really nothing it's just taking my screen right there i'm gonna take a photo and i'm gonna send it to you so it's it's literally recording you and me talking i just hit start recording and it has all of the computer audio and mixed and everything but i have yeah the, face, no, cool. the FaceTime camera is actually kind of shitty for that because it's 720 and it doesn't have enough frames per second when you move because the audio is going in there already. Yeah, you do look a bit, um, you do have a, uh, what's it called? A slow shutter speed, yep. which makes it appear blurry when you move. Cameras, since the pandemic, fucking webcams are ridiculously expensive. Tons of audio gear is sold out too. I ordered that audio interface today and I had to get it off of B&H. It was all sold out to Amazon, all sold out Sweetwater. Well, if we're talking about, I had good luck with B&H. Sweetwater, though, top-notch customer service. Levi sends me a message. He even texts me if I order, like, a fucking cable. 
hey, it's Levi. I just wanted to make sure that you get it. <laughs> Send me a text and let me know that you got it. And it's okay. Like, man, you guys must be small marketing or something. Like, well, it's smart. I think it's worth the investment on that because then people will share organically yeah, every, how happy they are. The only thing that I haven't gotten from Sweetwater was the, the Roadcaster. That was it. Everything else is from Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. The broadcast. Yeah, it's in those big fat catalogs. I like looking through those. I love it. So yeah, I think we buy our stuff through them too. Like we have like a corporate account or something. So before we we before we brush off, and before I die from the uh, conspiracy talk, we talked about Danny Masterson, and I really am not a fan oh, yeah. of Scientology and L. Ron Hubbard and its origins. And the comic book writer that he was. And I looked into... Science fiction writer. That's right. UFOs. Big guy. Big UFO guy. And a failed navalman. So he brings us Navy a bad name. So I was very surprised to find how many famous Scientologists there were. I know, right? It's crazy. You know, a few of the big ones that I loved. Tom Cruise, obviously everyone knows he's a Scientologist. Mm Mm-hmm. And Danny Masterson, I didn't realize he was until <laughs> but until the rape accusations came out. I didn't know he was a Scientologist. Oh, yeah. Big one, right? So I was really disheartened to find out one of my favorite actors, Michael Pena. Do you know who no, that is? No, really? Yeah. I was like, Hang man, on, End of Watch came out, and he was like, he sold it. I, I loved him in that, and I loved him in Chips. I mean, because I'm a huge, I have a man crush on Dak Shepard. Not too many of us blonde guys. Ooh. Oh, you know who, uh, the guy who got me my job at iHeart is friends with Dak Shepard. Well, if you ever want to let me talk okay. to Dak Shepard. I'm looking at a list right now of Scientologists that are famous people. By you, Danny Phillips. Ma- Laura, Laura Prepon. The, uh, that's the, the that 70 show. Donna. The girl. Yeah, that's the girl. Yeah, I got a bunch. You know, uh, Kelly Preston. Oh man, she was in for Love of the Game with uh, uh, you know, with uh, Kevin Kevin Costner. Oh no! And she was dude. married to Jason Tom Cruise. Lee, Giovanni Ribisi. Oh Jason man, Lee left. Jason Lee left in 2017. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so did Leah Remini. That's right. And then she had she Going in, Clear, the A and E documentary. But yeah, Giovanni Ribisi. I was kind of sad because I loved him in Fast and Furious. In what? Fast and the Furious. He was Jesse in Fast and, and Furious. He got blown up. You ever see Boiler Room? Mm. Is that a horror movie? No, 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 no. It's, it's a movie. It's got Vin Diesel. It's got Giovanna Ribisi. It's like, it was like Wolf of Wall Street back in the day where oh. they do these like stock scheme. I did not. Oh, and have, you said you haven't seen There Will Be Blood, right? Correct. You need to watch that for sure. Seriously, it's excellent. And I just I didn't realize like how are these rich celebs? Well, that's all of them. Either way, super oh, rich. Juliette Lewis, she's uh you know she's like she's weird. What is she in? Yeah, you know you already know all these people. Are you looking at a list or do you just already know? All I wrote these? them. I wrote them down because I was looking it up. So I think uh, I'm gonna okay. drop like a fifteen or twenty minute episode next week. Just on the history and the flawed fucked up in this that Scientology is. It's literally just going to be me. Yes. Just dropping a few a few odd things because I've 
I already have a template or an outline of things I want to cover because I've listened to like six podcasts, I think, on Scientology and its origins and firsthand accounts of people who knew L. Ron Hubbard when he was in the Navy. Oh, awesome. So I want to just release a little episode and finish typing it up and writing my notes and things I want to cover. So anyone who's listening now will get to hear that. It should be next week because I can't drink when I'm on call. So it's going to be clear minded and written out and precise little outline. Ooh, ooh. You're going to peek all over everybody. That sounds good, man. I'll definitely listen to that one. So that will end up being, see what, this is episode 18. So either 19 or 20 because, uh, I have a, a friend coming over on Thursday. He's been my homeless buddy for a couple of years and helped him out through nursing school. I would like to interview him Thursday and discuss with him what it was like going through nursing school, living in a Dodge Ram single cab, and how his life, like his dreams came true through a divorce, through a custody battle, nursing school, working full time. And he finally made it and he's working. Like, I just want to talk to him so he can describe that struggle. Like he fucking made it. I'm so proud of that fucking guy. His name's Dave. Like he, he deserves every good thing that comes his way. One of the nicest people I've ever fucking met in my life. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Sounds great. So 19 are probably Wait, you're a, recording locally with him. Yep. So I'll probably do like oh, a cool. 15, awesome. 20 interview on him and then Leah Ramini did going clear. So this is just going to be like L Ron Hubbard conspiracy theory, UFO writer. Like he, God damn, he's crazy. He's fucking crazy. Oh, it sounds like a good one. And then, uh, I mean, you're going to be chatting here again soon. I just, I'm going to have more editing to do than I'm used to. Yeah. 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 I mean, just, just edit the uh, where we put the markers and forget the rest. Yeah, but yeah, sounds good. Yeah, Let's wrap it up. up. Hoorah! And put it in. Our next episode will include our review on "Never Been Kissed." Never been kissed, Drew Barrymore. But she never did it for you, so it's kind of sad. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to find a, a comparable a movie with uh, uh, a chick flick where the character did do it for me. Summer Catch, Jessica Biel. I'm trying to think of one with a thicker girl. All right, that's our mo- uh, that's our goal. Let's not, let's not <laughs> Hollywood typecast. Let's get one that's got a more normal normal body type because no one's hooking yeah, up with sure. fucking Jessica Biel. Yeah, too, too thin. Except yeah. Chuck and Larry. All right. All right, guys. This has been the On Call Podcast, episode number 18, Conspiracy Theory <laughs> number two. And uh, don't let him get you down. Stay independent. Do your thing. Don't sell out. You'll make more money. You'll be happier. See you later, Lowell. Have a good yep. one. GG. GG. Later. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at On Call Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com.